You are listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is Topazu. And uh, right now you are listening to Joey Anderson. Uh, this is from Press Play. It is out on Latency Records and it is absolutely sublime. It's a wonderful record. And he is actually playing uh, at Monarch November 20th. Uh, for We Are Monsters, and it is also Mojkin's birthday. So I definitely recommend that night. It is going to be fantastic. He's an amazing producer, probably one of my favorites. Uh, probably my f- one of my favorite producers, um, sort of that are that's more contemporary. I don't know what you would say, but um, and he's he's just really really spectacular. It's it's a really amazing experience to to have um watching him play he's got lots of life and, and really amazing selections um and it's most birthday so i definitely recommend that night uh also uh, you have four more days to donate for rs 94109's uh, kickstarter uh, fundraiser um, it's for a really good cause uh, they are sort of reviving that space um, it is a really important uh, community space that we can all definitely utilize. Four more days. They've just got a little bit more to go. Um, I definitely recommend that. Uh, if you are interested in donating or finding out more actually about RS, um, you can definitely go to their website, uh, their Facebook page, and uh, I will be reposting the link to that Kickstarter uh, once again, four more days. That's and you can donate five dollars. It's uh, it really makes a difference. And before this, uh, I played uh, a Kid Guinea, which is one of my favorite songs, probably since I was per- I would say like fifteen or something like that. And uh, just a really great, emotional, lovely track. I just decided to play. So today, uh, my guest is has been on the show before. Uh, it has been almost a year-ish. Um, I have Aaron Jay here from Sure Thing Party. Thank you for coming to the studio again. No, thanks for having me. Hey, yeah. everyone. <laughs> uh, well, I got to say, your, your radio voice has evolved nicely. Has it? Yeah. yeah. Well, the last time so, you were here, I lost my voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm having like, allergies now, so I might sound a little like kind of crappy, but it's all good. We've... Uh, <laughs> We've switched places. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming back on the show. And um, so, last time on the show, I remember we talked about how you enjoy celebrating, supporting other people's parties. You're really into building a community, and uh, it's been pretty much a year uh, since you started your thing. The last time we talked. So, and I feel like you've you've been able to really establish these friendships and establish your place I feel like in the community so you know over the past year how do you think these friendships have sort of developed sure thing as as a concept and as a party I know that's kind of a big question no it's a good question I think um when I first came on the show last time and I'd kind of talked about that um I had this vision of where I wanted it to go where you know I was meeting all these promoters who had pretty similar tastes in music and I just thought it would be, you know, it'd be really awesome to collaborate with them however we could. Um, and since then, you know, I've had 
a few collaborations which have, which have been uh, really fun to do, um, particularly here in San Francisco. Um, me and a couple of other promoters, um, Nick, who does Parameter, and then Pranav and Kanav, who do uh, Bread. We had this like kind of ridiculous idea to, to throw this like big joint party mm-hmm. um, at Mighty, um, and we all like, kind of like discover that we love. Um, the Night Sucks guys, Bok Bok and Grill Units, we were like, hey, you know, we all like them, let's just team up and throw this, like, massive party. Um, yeah, that was, that was so much fun. Um, and then, you know, you have Justin and Rachel who do VX, and uh, them and I, we both share uh, a lot of musical taste in common as well, so the opportunity came up for us to kind of team up and bring Civil Duty out here together. That was pretty recently, that was over Halloween. Um, you know, Shauna Sullivan, Bo Enzer, who are, like, two of my favorites. Um, we got to bring them out. But yeah, I mean, I think in general, it's been really great to be able to kind of team up um, and sort of develop these friendships by uh, working together. And kind of, you know, I learn a lot from the other guys when we kind of do parties together because I kind of just like wing it sometimes and then other people do things maybe in a, in a little bit more intelligent fashion. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's good. But I think in, in general, we've I think we've kept up this... Um, atmosphere of kind of collaboration and collegiality and nobody wants to like kind of interfere with anyone else's parties and I think we've we've kind of come a long way in terms of people promoting each other's parties and people posting and you know so com- coming out to support their friends and I think that's it's a really cool environment to be in it's a cool thing to see and you know I hope that never changes I hope it doesn't either yeah yeah it's no it's great yeah. um and I noticed, you know, over the past year, since Sure Thing has been going on, it, it seems to, you seem to create shows that, you know, often have incredibly eclectic pairings. Like, I think one of the most eclectic ones was uh, Simone White and Moonbee. Um, oh, yeah. That was, like, a really interesting pairing. I even feel like uh, Aaron Fitzsegel and Svengali's Ghost was, like, a really interesting pairing. And so there, there seems to be these, like, these these shows that are kind of unpredictable pairings and so how do you sort of come up with how you curate those shows in terms of how you know what artists that you're booking and and what kind of like ideas behind it does that make sense yeah that's a good question too (laughs) i've been kind of called out for having some pretty like people maybe would consider random i mean it always makes sense in my head I guess when I'm thinking about who would go well together, I kind of just go off of like, the energy that I get from them or the kind of vibe that uh, certain producers or certain DJs try to create. Um, you can almost say, like, how how far someone's willing to go on the dance floor. Like, Svengali's Ghost will go pretty far. Fitzsegel will go pretty far. Um, Ekman will go pretty far. And so I thought that they would work to get well together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of like losing track of uh, <laughs> of your question but I think um, yeah I, I think I just like have this idea in my head of which DJs which producers will kind of mesh well energetically and then sometimes like after the fact someone will be like hey that, that seemed like a kind of a weird pairing and I wouldn't really think that way at the time mm-hmm. but it usually ends up working well um, and a lot and I, I really like when um, you know people who people play together who haven't played together before and they find similarities that they never um, would have thought were there. Um, you know, for example, Aaron uh, Fitzsegel, he's a Detroit guy. Yeah. Um, and so he can obviously play like a very killer Detroit techno set and like, 
you know, blow the roof off the dance floor, but when he played, you know, he was also playing like a very experimental, very eclectic set. It was actually, uh, we, were, we put it up on our SoundCloud and people like really responded very positively to it. Um, and I think, you know, I don't want to speak on his behalf, but I think him being from Detroit, maybe people might not have expected that sort of set from him and he really like brought it. So. Yeah, I, I especially with that particular set, it was really unexpected. I mean, everything. I think, I think, when it comes to that particular performance, it was very Detroit. It, it definitely had that heritage, but it wasn't. It wasn't exactly what I was thinking he would play. I mean, considering I, I know his music or I've heard his sets before, it was. It kind of allowed him to to do something a little different and unexpected, which was really awesome. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I, I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, when I when I ask people, when I invite them to play, I kind of have an idea of where they are musically, but I I try not to really like expect a certain type of set from one or another, and I'll kind of give them like free reign um, how they want to how they want to approach collaborating with the person that they're playing with, like um, you know whoever I have on the lineup. Yeah. And sometimes they'll sometimes they'll do some pretty unexpected things um, and sometimes they'll just be like hey you know I, I like make techno but I kind of want to be a little housey or vice versa mm-hmm. um, and yeah I kind of just like to let them do what they want um, and so as it has been a year how do you think your intentions and your the I, I know this is a really big question but the, your, how, how do you think over the past year your intentions and the I, almost the identity of Sure Thing has kind of evolved because it's not a baby anymore. <laughs> it's not. It, it's not. I guess it's not a baby anymore. Um, I think what I'm really proud of is, you know, when I started this, it, it's very. It was very difficult to kind of establish this rapport with artists and um, agencies and kind of build the lineups and the parties that I wanted to build. And slowly over time, I've, um, you know, once you're in this sort of scene for a while, you can kind of build these connections and start to really develop the, uh, the experiences that you really want to have for yourself. Um, and I think the opportunity to uh, kind of have a lot of artists come uh, to San Francisco for the very first time, let alone uh, some of them coming to the States for the very first time, that's, that's a very, uh, I feel like it's a very special thing um, to do personally because you know these are artists that I support and we were kind of telling them like hey there's this uh there's a scene here and we want to invite you here it might not always be financially reasonable for us to do it but you know that's kind of secondary to uh wanting uh to let people here experience your music um or your sets uh, for themselves so you know not not to like reveal too much but there's there's been opportunities to basically have you know some of my favorite uh, producers and djs now come through and play like the the u.s for the first time the san francisco for the first time and those kind of doors uh, weren't open in the past um and they've slowly opened up and it's uh, it's very exciting okay cool awesome thanks um and speaking of one year you are putting on a huge weekend party um, for sort of the in celebration, of course, of this one year anniversary, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend like I don't know anything about it. So, okay, <laughs> uh, what what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, on the weekend after Thanksgiving, you know, I it, I am pretty busy, so I'm planning to take some time off um, from actually throwing these kind of parties. But there were so many artists who I'd kind of been in touch with for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted them all 
to play basically and so I decided well you know if I'm gonna take a break uh, I'm just gonna try to do this one big thing for the one year anniversary and kind of just get as many people as we can out here who I love um, so you know we're doing a little showcase with the pan label which is probably one of my favorite Amazing. labels of all time totally. um, having Bill Coolagas who you know kind of runs and creates that label mesh who just put out like a fantastic album on the label yeah we're having them do a little showcase um, interstellar funk who I think is a very like very strong up-and-comer he's a little bit um he's still a little bit unknown in the states he's a he's a trout he was a trial resident um, he's very affiliated with the rush hour guys um, he has his own label tape uh, he's out of Netherlands um, and the opportunity came to basically uh, fly him over here for his, his first U.S. set and pretty much be the only city to do it. Um, and that was felt like a very special opportunity because, I, I mean, every time I listen to his sets, they're incredible and they're very eclectic in a way that I think San Francisco really resonates with more than most other cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because of the culture here and because of what's going on here musically, um, we have a lot of DJs here who are not who are not afraid to kind of push boundaries. I think, mm-hmm. and like the rest of the world is definitely starting to notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, you know, he he reminded me of that, and so I thought he would fit right in awesome. here. Um, and then you know we we've got so many others. So uh, Zeus Singh, last time I was on your show, Holly, I played his record, and we basically just talked about how cool it would be to have him come out here. Oh yeah, and how it seemed like a really unreasonable idea at the time. But then I just like started to think about it, and I got in touch with him, and I was like, "Hey, you know, you should you should come to SF. Like, we love your music." Um, and and so, he he used to live in the states, actually, right? Because right now he is located in Shanghai. He's in Shanghai, he kind of bounced back and forth um, between there and Taipei. Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually don't know that. So, oh, I, I I will take your word for it. I heard, I I was reading an interview because he's sort of my producer crush. <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, so I was just reading it because he's like this weird, mysterious dude that makes awesome tracks and that I absolutely love. And so I read the, I think it's the only interview that I ever read he he actually did huh. with um, some online magazine which in, in Shanghai that actually doesn't have very much to do with um, particularly music. I think it's more about just sort of things that are happening in Shanghai. And uh, one of in that interview, I could be totally wrong. He did say he went to high school in the states. Hey, for a short I, period of time. I actually know that. I need to. I need to ask him about this. Okay. Um, I could be totally wrong. I'm just. I'm just crafting rumors. Well, or something. It, I'll, I'll take. If he's your uh, producer, okay. crush, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> I'll make sure he knows. Um, and then, uh, so you know, to kind of round out the lineup. Um, and I, it feels wrong to like not go into depth about all of these guys who are great, but um, you know, two one four from Seattle is oh, one yeah. of like my favorite electronics right now. Yeah, totally. Zare um from Manchester makes like incredible techno uh, UK oriented music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess like finally, uh, last but not least, uh, we've been trying to get Hodge. Or I've been trying to get Hodge out here for pretty much the entire year. Oh, he's amazing. Um, he, I mean, he really like has been producing this incredible music that's just like unbelievably um you know it works so well on dance floor it's so great to listen to he's definitely one of my favorite producers in recent memory um and so i pretty much like stopped at nothing to get him out here um to play san francisco for the first time so we're having him and yeah it'll and i don't want to kind of overshoot this question but there's just so many um, great DJs who are from San Francisco who are playing also. Um, you, Justin, 
Rachel Johnny, who, who um, produces as an act, who just put out this like fantastic tape. Um, Robert, who, who goes by Bezier, um, is affiliated with Honey. He's also put out like a fantastic um, 12-inch this year. Um, just, yeah, lots of, lots of good stuff coming. Yeah, so it will be uh, an amazing weekend. Uh, that is November 27th. 27th and 28th. Yeah, we're doing two nights. Yes, um, both at F8. Yes. Yes. Uh, featuring Pan Label Showcase, uh, Hodge, uh, my producer crush, <laughs> a really great lineup of fantastic local DJs and producers, uh, Bezier, uh, Chris Aldua, um, of course, uh, Rachel from, from Rachel and, uh, and Justin from VX. Me, I'm playing. Very early, so you may miss my set. No, you should come early to make sure you see Holly. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, me, I'm also playing with Blake. Uh, we might go back to back, actually, which you would be really should. fun. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Yeah, and he has a fantastic taste in music and just a fantastic celebration of our community. That is November 27th, 28th at F8. I definitely recommend going to that. So that being said, we are going to have Aaron J play for the next hour. It's a little bit over an hour and a half. Cool. Uh, thank you for coming to the studio. Thanks for having me again. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> Did you want to talk about cats or no? Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like okay. I've, I've said too much about cats on my Facebook. Yeah, so. I've probably, I probably say too much about cats on a daily basis. <laughs> we had a uh, inside joke about cats and talking about cats. So, um, thank you for coming to the studio. And right after this uh, Joey Anderson track, uh, we will have Aaron J uh, for sure, from Sure Think Party live in the studio in a few minutes. Thank you. Awesome.
Thank you. 